It's Friday. It's January 7th, 2022. And this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. Uh, I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we explore the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as the occasional off-brand superpowered story. Uh, and when I say we, I'm referring to an assembly of nerd Avengers that I'm going to waste no time introducing. Um, so my regular co-hosts, Frank and Ricky, couldn't make it tonight, but I wasn't going to let that stop me from having fun with one of our favorite guests. So I'm bringing him out right now. Welcome, Travis. Hey, what's that? Just, just one little hiccup so far. I forgot I forgot <laughs> that I'm supposed to be there when the video ends. So whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Welcome what's back. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We you were made we, it. We were gonna do a show. I think I think last week uh, was was the idea, but we we're just yep. like, eh, eh, just just it's not gonna be any different this week or yeah. or next, you know. You can't you can't rush quality. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you gotta and then here, and then here we are, both both co-hosts cancel on me, and I'm like, we're doing it anyways. We're doing it anyways. We're going. They felt intimidated. They did. I understand. I understand. They did, and you know what? Honestly, I would feel intimidated. If I was here by myself uh, with just you for the next hour and a half, but I'm Uh-oh. not, I'm not actually, I do have a special, I don't know if you want to call this a special co-host or just a special guest. Okay. Um, it was, it was somebody to help me here because, you know, with Ricky not here, that mm-hmm. means I'm doing double duty. I got to do the hosting and I got to do all the sli- all the flipping of the switches in the background. Right. Uh, and I and I wanted somebody to kind of keep you distracted while oh, I'm doing no. the behind the scenes stuff. Sometimes. Oh no! So welcome Don't back, say it. Joel. No, I, just <laughs> I, just, I just knew it. Oh no! For some reason, I just sat there and I was just like, as soon as you started saying, "Oh no," <laughs> Joel, you've got your D and D name on your streamyard right now oh i do have it oh that's, i'm sorry i, I will change nah, that. no it's cool i told you that's why i never put my DD name on there because i do because i do it because i do a show the next day uh, you know, it's okay and an, an inelegant nerd you know what i'm saying yeah it's okay yes I don't am. worry about it don't worry there about we it. go we just, uh, we just reveal now it. i feel a little bit more part of the crew <laughs> well, Joel, we just we just had you on like only a few weeks ago for Hawkeye. I think like episode three or four, or something like that. Yeah, it was like episode. I want to say it was episode three or four because yeah. I remember it was three because I remember we were when we we were talking about we were like we hope there's there's not that much episodes left, so they need to they need to introduce somebody. I remember that one. So mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I I almost guarantee it was three. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I hit him up in a pinch, uh, and I explained the whole thing. He's actually he was waiting in the waiting room with with uh, with us the whole time. I just told him he was like, "How are we going to do this?" I'm like, "Travis can't see you. I only I can see you, so it's fine." So mm. he was he was there. He was only there for the last few minutes of it. Don't mm. worry though. Not, um, not okay. all. Okay, I didn't talk to but, snack about. Yeah, no, it was. It, it wouldn't was, be any he different. Got a, he got <laughs> at, after, I've been in a room when you're talking smack about me. That's true. So, it, you yeah. know, I do keep it real. <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, gonna I, sit there and be like, "Oh no, he talked crap." You and guys so can actually talk. thank thank Ricky for this one. He, uh, it was an idea he came up with um, since he, you know, he knew I was going to be stuck in a jam, and he's like, "You should ask Joel." And I was like, 
he's like, that would be a good show. And I was like, you're right. I should. So <laughs> oh my God. I did. I did. I did it. Oh and this God. is, this yeah. is it. This, this is, is the it. show. This is the this show is tonight, it. guys. Yeah. How, how are you feeling about that, Travis? How you feeling <laughs> Let's <about> do this. <laughs> All right. Boys. I'm All right. So fun. really quick, let me get some formalities out of the way before we just, uh, you know, completely go off the rails. Um, uh, so for the show, as advertised, we're, we're finally going to be talking about the movie that I think damn near everybody's already seen. Um, Hopefully. We're putting <laughs> the spotlight on Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I wanted to give it some time. I know it's it's hard for different people to get out to the theaters. And, um, and it's why I've kind of tried to be respectful of these last few movies that have come out because it's just it's a challenging thing for everybody to do. But um, yeah, it's been like four weeks now. Three, three weeks? Three weeks, I think. Whatever. We're going to do it. We're going to spoil the crap out of that movie. But before we do that, uh, we will be chatting a bit more with my, you know, our marvelous guests here. And then uh, we have about two weeks of nerd news to discuss. Don't worry. It won't be super long. And also, I've got a round of trivia that I, I, I got uh, whipped up for you guys, a.k.a. Contest of Champions. Uh, that's probably trademark, but whatever. It's, it's fine. Uh, and then for those of you joining us live, and I know I've already seen we got people there. Uh, don't be shy. We will be checking the comments regularly. And if you can't get enough of us, uh, you should visit patreon.com slash denxmedia, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings. And um, uh, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us on our, our live after show, The Soapbox. Uh, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. So that's how we do it now. Um, but yeah. All right. I think... I got all of that stuff out of the way. Uh, so it's uh, it's a new year, and that means I'm going to ask a new question for all of our guests. Uh, there's there's a lot of DC content releasing this year, so we've actually already kind of scheduled out the year, and 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 I think we're going to be flexing that mostly Marvel part of our title more than ever. Uh, so and that's going to be kicking off uh, starting next week with Peacemaker on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So previously I'd asked both of you what Marvel means to you. And uh, you know, if you haven't gotten a chance yet, I highly recommend you go check out the 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 supercut video that I put up on YouTube uh that to show you guys what I did with all those answers. Uh, now I want to know this time around what nerd content outside of Marvel gives you life and why. And I'll let Travis go first. Wow. Um, outside of Marvel, um, I'd say what had the most impact for me is, is Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, it's, it, 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 it really sums up so much of my life. Uh, when, when I was in grade school, and uh, fifth grade, uh, I had gone to this all white school and I was the only black person. Not like staff, no, the only black person at this school. And the first day I opened my desk and I saw a red box D&D set uh, in there. And those things changed my life. Um, and, uh, not too long ago, so it was almost 10 years ago, 
uh, when I was working uh, at a company called Magic Leap, we had to go to uh, New Zealand. Um, and when we went to New Zealand uh, to go to Weta, uh, and the first day they gave you this tour. And my tour that sort of ended in the weaponsmith's uh, office. And I'm, and I'm looking around and, uh, and my eyes just fixate on this, this sword. And he asked me, he says, what, you know, do you know what that is? And I was choked up, like seriously choked up because these are not like, oh, it's a replica or something. No, this is, <laughs> this is, this is the original sword that, that all the replicas get made from. And I said, that's Glamdring, the Foham. And, and it was like, oh my God. Um, and he says, do you want to hold it? And I was like, I couldn't even speak. I was like, yeah, yeah. And so here I am, a grown man, right? Almost in tears in this dude's office because I felt like I was in the fifth grade. Um, I felt like I had just rediscovered like everything that made me me. And I'm in New Zealand. Like I found those books in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I mean, you can't get much more country, right? And now I'm in New Zealand because I'm an entertainment executive at this point holding Gandalf's sword. Hmm. No, you 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 just can't get more rigid. You, you just can't get more G'd up than that. And so, by far, it's after. Yeah, this Lord of the Rings. You know, I've never watched the Hobbit trilogy because I don't want to ruin the beauty of the original trilogy with it. You you're probably better off that way. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I. Well, because in all honesty, The Hobbit was one of my favorite books as a as a like a teenager or kid or whatever. Um, and it was it was years before I found out there was three other books that came with them. Like it was it was nuts. And so, um, yeah, when I, I I still I hold I held The Hobbit in a very special place in my heart for a long time. And so, you know, after I'd gone and read Lord of the Rings and those are obviously way cooler books you know like um and then i watched the movies and i love the movies they're so great i just like when i found out they were adapting like a 200 page book into like three movies i was like no this is not can i say one thing in defense of those movies though especially since this is mostly marvel yeah i guess okay dr strange played one hell of a dragon <laughs> yes, he did a good job. Okay, like I, I would have like you could cut that movie down to just smog, <laughs> and I'd have been happy, yeah. right? And I, so to me, yeah, I mean, it was just executed exactly as if, like you know, and I know we're getting way off here, but you know, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, Doctor Strange, <laughs> the best dragon I've ever seen. Nice. I'll check them out sometime. I know they're on HBO Max, so I'll give them a, I'll give them a look. Uh, not just high on my list lately, uh, but 
Joel, it's your turn to answer that question. Ooh, I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. Uh, <laughs> just just not not Marvel. Just yeah, not Marvel. Not Marvel. Right. It gives uh, you life I, and why. I can honestly say aliens. So aliens. Aliens 1, 2, and 3. I will say that. Aliens 1, 2, and 3. Aliens, aliens will always be my favorite movie ever. And honestly, it's like back in what, 1986, when I wanted, to, I saw the first commercial on TV and I was like, I want to go see that. My mother was like, no, you're going to be too scared at home. Don't come home. And don't, I don't want you to go watch that movie because you're going to get too scared. And I was just like, no, I really want to see it. I really want to see it. First time actually watching that movie was in high school in the early 90s because my mother would not let me watch that movie anytime other than on TV. And the first time I saw it was like in Florida, it was like Channel 33. And I was just like, holy crap, this movie is great. I do not know what she was scared about, what she was so nervous about me watching. But she was very nervous about me watching it. And honestly, God, I can honestly say the essence of storytelling that they did in that movie was probably some of the best character creations that I've ever seen in my life. And it honestly, I would say there's two things in my life that has ever that made me move along towards the career path that I'm on right now. First thing was aliens, and you're gonna laugh at the second thing. Second thing was those damn Coca-Cola polar bears. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw those Coca-Cola polar bears, I always said, <laughs> "I want to do that for the rest of my life." And I, you know, I, I drink, what if drink. a xenomorph actually like infected a Coca-Cola polar bear? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you have to It'd be your spirit I, animal. I never, I never thought that I would be able to do 3D ever. And now I am able to work in the industry doing 3D. When I saw those polar bears, I was just like, I want to learn how to do that. That right. is the thing that made me. But seeing aliens, like I cannot think of a time where that movie didn't just put a smile on my face and i'm not gonna lie i give kudos to travis travis did this one cool probably the coolest thing he's ever done for me ever was when he brought me to light storm for family day and i a met sigourney weaver b i got to stand next to the power loader and i was just like ah i could not i can't express how much I turned into a child standing in the room next to a power loader, standing right next to Titanic, <laughs> standing right next to like the Navi. And I was just sitting there. I was standing next How to the alien Je queen. Yeah, the alien queen was there. I was just like, oh. Uh, You're welcome. Literally, I was <laughs> I'm just reliving that moment right now. I'm just sitting there going like, you guys gonna cry? You gonna cry now? There was a little tear that was building up in the back of my eyes. Uh, you gotta understand that was that was a perfect day. 
that day for me was like exactly what I needed in life. I feel like that should that day, if you wrap that day into a pill and get rid of COVID, <laughs> that's how good that <laughs> wow. <was. laughs> that's pretty good. I, 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 uh, I do love that movie. I, I love the second one a lot more than the first one. Uh, the first one yes. uh, is a great uh, horror movie, and I love that. Uh, James Cameron was was bold enough to take a horror movie and and completely recontextualize it as an action movie and make Ripley the badass that she deserved to be even more than she was in the first movie. Um, it's a great movie. Uh, I really do love it. But for me, uh, I have I have that that movie. Uh, you know, for me is RoboCop. Ooh. RoboCop is is I believe the perfect movie. Uh, if you it, like, I could watch it over and over again. And it just completely. Oh man, I rewatched that at the in, in at early pa- early pandemic, early pandemic in uh in uh you know like March April t- uh, two thousand twenty, and uh, that movie just like hit on a whole different level because it mm-hmm. was just you know it was just uh, talking about like the police state and 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 the overreaching uh, you know long arm of the law and and how media was influencing the way law enforcement was being done and all these and corporations as well. And all these things. it's, it's a damn perfect movie. And it has some of the best movie villains I've ever seen on screen. Uh, Clarence Boddicker. I, I dare you to find somebody like more evil than that man on, on screen, mm-hmm. especially in 1988. Like yeah. I just couldn't do it. And my parents <laughs> did not stop me from seeing that movie many times <laughs> at, as a child. <laughs> no. My mother was really like very strict on, any and everything Every, that goes in everything <laughs> everything yeah. my mother was yeah. pretty strict in that house yeah but hey i love her to death she made me the person i am now all the annoying shit that travis doesn't like that's from her <laughs> all, I'll all buy the that things that you guys like. <laughs> i'm not i'm not that's even sure that. what what this means ricky uh we weren't talking about terminator at all so See? you just decided that that's uh, just go back and watch your football game, all right? Just do that instead. <laughs> and then that's uh, what I was laughing at when you were talking. I saw his comment. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh. And then uh, Erica is very right. Drop it, creep. I, I mean, Peter Weller has some of the best one-liners uh, a superhero can be given in a movie. He's just amazing. Not to, Better. not to, not to. I, I'm sure you probably saw this. Yet. Dennis, but uh, I think it's on Netflix. The movies that made us and the 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 one on oh, Robocop. Yes, wasn't it perfect? Because yes. they broke down exactly all the stuff you you um you were talking about, and in that, I thought it was brilliant. I'm not gonna lie. Like I when when I just <laughs> it's just so much that mm-hmm. is not a mistake. You see what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. You know, because if if you get like one or two things, oh, okay, ha ha, you know, oh, you, mm-hmm. you you guess that, right? But when it's bam, that's true. Boom, that's true. Boy, that's even more true now than it was then. And the, 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 one after another, you're like, yeah, wow. It's the bar wow. that I that I set all superhero movies against. You know what I mean? Like it, like, and that's why I always get like thrown off when people say. Oh well, it's uh, a rated R can never be no no. Watch RoboCop. RoboCop was, shows you that it doesn't matter what the rating is on that movie; it can be a damn good superhero movie, anyways. 
you know. That's the thing. It's like I remember I remember seeing Robocop. I had to actually sneak out <laughs> to go watch Robocop because that one was because if my mother found out, that would have been out of my ass. But <laughs> but that was that the amount of the thing that caught me off guard is how they I don't know if I should say this. It's like it's going to come off weird. It's like they made violence entertaining. Oh, why stop now? Yeah. <laughs> they made, they made violence, violence entertaining. entertaining. Yeah, it's like, um, uh, it's I, like you it know, was it was good? But that, was, but that's a commentary, you know, like on on media at the time as well. To mm-hmm. to me, like even then, right? Like RoboCop was so ultra violent mm-hmm. right that i just couldn't believe it like when mm-hmm. when when ed 209 took out that uh that dude like you know that executive i was like holy smokes man like they are not playing around in this movie right <laughs> mm-hmm. they're just they're just not and and i tell you like the last like the last thing in in in, in robocop like that when I think about it, it just makes me sort of emotional is Murphy. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. at the end. Like, I'm perfect, like, perfect. Ending. Oh, that was perfect so, oh, yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. Man. I got to give it to you, Dennis. Yeah. Once again. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Once again. It's my favorite movie outside of, of uh, anything with a Spider-Man in it. <laughs> um, all right. I think we've we've spent a lot of time talking about fun stuff that's not Marvel. Uh, let's switch gears here and let's actually talk about some Marvel news. I'm gonna hit this button and here we go. How was that? Was that cool? Well, I thought you were gonna keep the party going. I, I, am, I am. I am going to keep the party going. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it was very all right. Fighter. It was very Street Fighter. Thanks. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, it was uh, a compliment. It was a compliment. All right. So first up, we got we got a. Uh, I don't know if you guys play Marvel Avengers, but uh, this was a this was a kind of a leak type thing that's going on. Um, that uh, it's possible that the next DLC is going to be She Hulk, uh, and the rumor is that Arcane voice actress. Krizia Bajos will portray her. Um, I don't know if that, if any part of what I just said matters to you guys, but I just thought I'd throw <laughs> it out there. Uh. <laughs> Look, I have a friend of mine, like a, a really good friend of mine and work colleague who works on Avengers. She don't give a damn about Avengers, and neither do I. That like this game is the worst. I mean, I just I can't. Wow. <laughs> you know, can't. and you know what's so funny about it is, is like, um, it's uh, so two things are funny about it. One, it it's not actually the worst, but it's the worst for how much it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like for how, like it's for uh, if you're gonna take the property of the Avengers. Make sure that it's not the word the worst is never even being floated around that property, you know, like that. Never, never. It should never be even said. Uh, the second reason it, it really is the worst, though, is when I was doing the reflection back on like all the episodes of our show last year to try and like, you know, pull together all the what does Marvel mean to you? Man, first episode, we were just going in hard on Marvel's Avengers. 
And I must have done that so many weeks out of like the 47 weeks that we did a show. Uh, <laughs> it was so much. So I felt just it was just fitting to go in on it again at the beginning of the new year. Uh, I, but, just, yeah. I just wish I cared. I mean, it's like this. Yeah. I, I'm serious, right? Like the I thing about you. it is just like us being in entertainment in in you know, in, in this field in, in particular, right? Like you you're like oh man like how can you make a game that has to take into account so many different superheroic attributes and make it yeah. right and and you know it's not possible yeah you and make it balance there's, there's yeah there should and never it, be a reason why iron man could take a punch as much as hulk can, I died can. more playing the Hulk than I did mm -hmm. any exactly. other time. And I'm like, I, I should never die playing the Hulk. You I know, like, demo. seriously. And I was just like, there's no reason the Hulk should be this weak. There's no reason. <laughs> right? There's no reason. The, Hulk the, the reason right. is you haven't leveled him up yet. That's so, why. I, I guess. So, but so no, now, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Level so, one Hulk hey, should be like just hey, blowing yeah. shit up. Hey, hey. Mm. But now we got a Hulk that's a little more sexy. Reinstall the game. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no. So uh, honestly, pass. honestly, if Spider-Man, if Spider-Man couldn't get me to stay to come back to that game for more than five minutes, uh, She-Hulk has no chance. If if like, T'Challa couldn't get me back in yeah. that game, I actually That's played true. the T'Challa one for a few days. That was it was it was more fun than anything they'd done previously. The, the Spider-Man stuff one, was just a bummer. Yeah. The Black Panther one looked cool. And I can honestly say out of all the upcoming Marvel stuff, She-Hulk is the one that I'm probably the most excited over. But. Oh, by the way, I'm no not... release date. So I'm going to guess 2023. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they, I doubt they're going to push out that many things this year. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. But hmm. let's move on to something a little bit more uh, of, our, of our, our liking, our taste. Uh, the MCU. I don't know if you guys have heard about that thing. It's a little thing they put what, out a couple of movies every now and then. So it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, uh, and, and apparently, apparently, it's the thing that accounted for thirty percent of domestic domestic <laughs> <Yeah>. box office. <laughs> they had thirty percent. Yeah, I believe they yeah. have four out of the five. <laughs> four or out of the five top grossing movies last That's year. That's well, crazy. Think, so in, so in, Fairness, this this metric is actually not just the MCU. Uh, it, 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 it's also uh, including Le uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, okay. And? So all five of the movies, uh, all five of the Marvel-based movies that came out last year totaled 30% oh, of the domestic box office. That's, that's still nuts. Marvel. Uh, the Venom is yeah. still Marvel. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah. it's not MCU. Yeah. But yeah. 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 It doesn't say MCU. Uh, yeah. No, I know, I know. But okay, okay. The, I I wanted to clarify that just to be to, for anybody who wasn't who wasn't certain uh, that Venom Venom contributed to that a lot. By the way, yes. yes. Um, the uh, obviously Spider Man the most contribution. It, it I I yes. don't even yeah. remember it's what the, only... the latest tally is, but I think last I saw one point six billion. Yeah, it's the only um, billion dollar right. movie that came out last year, I believe. It's a it's the highest grossing Sony picture. Movie. Yeah, of all, of all time, yeah. Of all time. Yeah. I think last last year was after the eleven days. Movie that hit a yeah, billion, I right? know, right? After eleven Yo. days, that's nuts. Yo, that's uh, more impressive than anything. So, 
Yeah. I guess this should silence the naysayers <laughs> about superhero fatigue. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, or or it's a flash in the pan. Hey, oh, it, see what it, I did. I see. What you but you know, honestly, like I think the real simple answer. I you know, I've heard other people say this before, but I think the real answer to this is like, pandemic be damned. We're invested in these characters at this point because of the way the story's been told. You know, it's mm -hmm. Spider Man was the twenty seventh movie in the franchise, unless you count all the extra movies that it rolled into the franchise as well. Um, yeah. But people were so invested that they were willing to go and risk COVID more than anything else, you know, like mm -hmm. more than any mm -hmm. other movie. I know filmmakers were so butthurt about why is nobody coming to see my Oscar bait movie? Uh, <laughs> because you didn't have 26 movies that came before it that have gotten people to fall in love with your characters uh, and be right. so invested. Yeah. Nope. So. You are, you're a thousand percent yeah. right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you I didn't want to do base. it. Once you have a fan base that is actually just following you that much, was 26 movies. 26 movies. You have a fan I, base that's following you for 26 movies just to see what you're going to do next? Yeah. yeah. I used Makes to go sense. to the movies. I used to go to the movies at least once a week. Uh, you know, and uh, in 2021, I went to the movies five times. Yeah. Uh, four were for MCU movies, and one was to see the stupid ass Matrix sequel with Travis. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but that was for your birthday that wasn't because i wanted to see it in theaters <laughs> i actually also made a promise to like appreciate the 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 good deed that hbo max did all year long by giving us the option of seeing every movie at home uh i really appreciated they did that to you know just to kind of offset the craziness of the times out there so I, I like how you just gracefully. I like how he just gracefully just brushed up and farted all over the Matrix. Yeah, I did. I did. Kept it going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see. I, I heard that uh, that um, Warner Brothers took a hit because of that. No, they uh, they undoubtedly did, but it's still goodwill that they they built, you know, for it. Oh no, it's very I true. It, I, I actually I was reading some news article. I think it was maybe a day or two ago that said like that strategy helped their subscriber numbers substantially. Subscriber numbers, yes, but they took a hit in the box office for sure because yeah. of it. I'm yeah. sure they don't care. No, exactly. Yeah, it's all uh, Discovery now, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, all right, I got. There, I thought Discovery. I thought ABC owned Discovery. We're going on a tangent. I'm stopping okay. you right now, uh, Going on a tangent. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> It's cool. We can just, it's all soapbox fodder. We can do that more in the soapbox. Mm. Moving on to more MC, no, not MCU, but Marvel, Marvel movies. Uh, well, it's MCU related, honestly. Uh, Morbius is delayed again for the seventh time, I believe. This movie, Ricky wanted to point out that the craziest thing about Morbius is in, in the amount of times it's been delayed <laughs> since, since, since it was originally supposed to release, I believe back in 2020. Uh, they made an entire other Spider-Man movie and released it <laughs> and released it while Morbius has still been sitting in the can. That uh, doesn't say much for the movie, you know? No, that just says that that says everything about business. Yeah. Well, in fairness, though, like uh, I, I would like to point out, depending on where you find this article, like the, there's different articles circulating. The original ones were saying that they're doing this due to COVID. But this one that I found 
uh, actually like is what I read is more believable. While they're not saying it's not due to COVID, uh, they're also uh, factoring in the fact that Spider-Man is continuing to blow away like all other movies right now in theaters. And they don't yep. want to like cannibalize their own other movie uh, with sense. with this. So they're just going to ride the Spider-Man train a little longer. And then whenever they drop this at this point now, I think they're going to do better. It's going to do better yep. because of this. Yep. So, on the tails of Spider-Man. Absolutely. So April, April 1st, riding on the tails of Spider-Man, it's going to, it's going to do way better than it probably ever would have done before that. So you think it's going to get pushed back again? April. Well, I mean that, if it does again, it's because of COVID. Because I doubt Spider-Man is just going to suddenly get a resurgence of people going at, like to to see the movie. But we'll Probably. see. Um, it would be funny if it was. Uh, the other speculation is it did they they pushed it to April first so they can go and quickly film some new scenes that are relevant to to uh, you know the things that we've seen that we're not going to spoil quite yet. We'll spoil in a little bit, but who knows? It's just a it's just a working theory. Uh, all right, I'm gonna move it on to other news. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one, but uh, Valkyrie Tessa Thompson might be uh, appearing in the Marvels uh, Captain Marvel two. Uh, there was a set photo that was actually released. Um, it's kind of hard to see. It's in that little uh, in that little uh, tweet over on the right. But yeah. basically, there's it's it, that's in the makeup room of the set, and they noticed that. Of, of all the cast on there, there's a Tessa Thompson photo up there. And so they're like, please let this be true. Please, please, please. So she might be making an appearance. That's pretty cool. I I, I loved her in Ragnarok. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want more of this character all the time. So give me. I'm fine any, with it. Any, I'm, I'm Tessa every day of the week, baby. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm all for her. She's well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that because speaking of it, uh, also... Thor Love and Thunder revealed, or there was leaks for uh, Tessa, uh, Jane Foster, and Thor. I don't want to, I want to give you guys the option. Do you want to have their looks spoiled for you right now? I already saw it. So I already, it's already spoiled. Uh, no, this is a, oh, oh, this is, this is the Travis React video. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here you go. Two of them are production design uh, looks, uh, which I've, seen other confirmation that they're pretty good and the third one's actually just tessa yeah taking a picture of herself i gotta lie she mm. she looks fantastic right now. oh yeah she oh, looks tessa. fantastic yeah that's that's dope look at those yeah. arms man. all of that that's fire so, so it's actually funny because the the she one is not I playing saw, i saw the i saw these pictures but there's another picture i saw of the war where he has a different helmet. Where he has a so, helmet. Yeah, so there's another picture. It's a really goofy picture, so I didn't grab it. But mm-hmm. you know how Thor always has the powered down and the armored look? So mm-hmm. the armored look has him with a very golden, uh, you know, golden uh, chain mail over his arms. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very yellow. And then he's got a very yellow helmet, like mm-hmm. with the with wings. And it's like, okay, that's a bold look. But it still fits. It still fits. It still fits this suit that we're seeing here. It's just, you know, it's a matching helmet with a lot of gold. Um, okay, but... I, I need to say it one more time, Tessa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, girl. All right, and then we got one last piece of news. It's a, it's a special one. It's, I'm gonna call it a rumor, but it's like a rumor that like 
the man himself is trying to to make i think he's trying to will it into existence uh it looks like if we don't already have one uh it's uh norman reedus is very much trying to make this a thing um i saw on giant freaking robot of like back in like december 28th after reedus had he had tweeted a picture that somebody had photoshopped of him turning into ghost rider he tweeted that on the 27th and then on the 28th giant uh giant freaking robot had actually like scooped an exclusive that marvel had signed norman reedus and then i never saw another article ever that confirmed or verified what they said but i've seen a lot of articles since that norman reedus really really wants you to believe this is happening i'm just curious where you guys fall on this one where do you, what do you think I like it. You know, Norman Reedus is like the white trash superhero. Like, seriously, well, like, you know. It's the role, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's something about him. Like, you know, like, you think his name could be Cooter? Like, really? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he looks like a Cooter. You know? I think bonus and, points if we get a Ghost Rider that actually knows his way around a bike. <laughs> You know, that's very true, but but yeah, there's look, he's he's got he's got that vibe about him, right? Like, all you would have to do is just run some sort of flame shader all over his face, you know, and and I'm in. He's got my 20 bucks. That's all he wants, honestly. He wants you to do that. He wants somebody to just light his face on fire on screen and call it (laughs) Ghost Rider. I just very much about that to stop working on crazy video games where he has a baby like i i don't come on now don't do that hey i'll be happy i'll be happy with anything that they put out as long as they give me a good story said it once say a thousand times that's all i care about is a good story agreed agreed all right so really quick before we move on to the uh the trivia and then eventually spider-man talk um, I did want to just shout out that our friend Eric has been there reacting to everything we say in the uh, in the live chat, and I, I was just trying to you know keep the he's ball drinking. rolling a little bit. It's yeah, he's funny. It's he, actually funny. I'm laughing drinking. at the, I'm laughing at his picture because the picture have him with like ten bottles of Jameson in his hand. It's a good. I want to say I, I was the one who took that picture, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's actually nice. hilarious. Thank you, Eric, for keeping it alive in the chat. Um, and uh, it's not that we're ignoring you. It's just that we are trying to find nice times to, to say hi to you and everything like that. But thank you so much. Oh, need to drink more. <laughs> nice. Three E's in the need. You know, that's, that's how you do All right, guys. You guys ready to do some trivia before we uh, before we move on to Spider-Man? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. I love that his his text was up there the whole time during that. <laughs> oh well, oh well, it's fine. We're doing this. We're doing it. We call it contest of champions because, well, I mean, it's a cool name. It, it sounds cool, but I don't think that you guys are necessarily champions at Marvel trivia. But we might be by the end of this. So let's see. Let's so see. I have come up with a new game. Um, I'm going to call it. I'm. I'm I, I like alliterations because it's. It's a very tried and true uh, comic book um, uh, tradition, but I'm really bad at it. So forgive me. This is what I came up with. It's called Origin Options. 
what I'm doing here for you guys is I've showed you a character with his name, and that's an actual picture of the character. It's a Marvel character. And I've given you three possible choices for his superhero origin. And you guys can work together if you want. Uh, you can work with the audience to see. Uh, but you just got to, like, give me your answer for what you think is the correct answer for Defensor's superhero origin. Is it A, blessed by a mystical capybara? B, stumbled upon vibranium conquistador armor? Or C, given off-brand super soldier serum? <laughs> C. Uh, C I, is so bootleg. Like, yeah. you know, I, 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 I can't. I kind of feel like it's A. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's A. Because B I'll... sounds a little racist. Well, it's more of like, <laughs> I'm just looking at it from the standpoint. Like, how did they figure out how to melt vibranium? Yeah. So the conquistador, the conquistador? Like, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So that and he, seems he sounds like a transformer, to be honest with you. It actually yeah. is the name of a, of a transformer. See, uh, th Defensor. there is a transformer. It's a it's a combiner named Defensor. I thought. Yeah, so. it's the protector bots, isn't it? Yep, it's the protector bots. Yeah, yeah they're they're orange and white, orange and white. Yeah. Why not? I think he should be blessed. Yeah. By <laughs> All right. Are you guys both agreeing? Uh, yes, I think. Yeah, a. All right, cool. And then Eric, feel free to let us know, even though it's going to be delayed, and we're going to get we're going to see your answer afterwards. Here it goes, guys. It's a uh, stumbled upon vibranium conquistador armor. How did they of learn course, how to melt it? Of Man. course, how did, the I, racist yeah. answer would be right. They... Hey, can I? I'll give you the history. Gabriel yes, Sepulveda please. was employed as a construction worker who discovered an underground passageway. Sepulveda snuck into the passageway after his superiors had told him to ignore it. Uh, I'm assuming this is in South America or Central America, by the way. Um, inside the underground cavern, he discovered a suit of armor connected to a strange machine after donning the armor he was attacked by a group of creatures he fought his way to the surface sepulveda decided to use the armor as the hero defensor dude literally just stumbled across some armor and put it on now, now I, so I'm you got some vibranium conquistador armor yeah that's just <laughs> chilling somewhere Exactly. Worth like the state of Kentucky. Seriously, if if, if Black Panther, if they were saying Captain America's shield was worth the essence, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay. If they're saying Captain America's shield is worth like a small economy of a country, what is that whole armor worth? Because the yeah, and why is it there? Why is it yeah. just chilling? <laughs> I, 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 I'm calling BS. Yeah, I, I call racist. BS on that one too. You can I ask Mark on. Mark Grunewald in 1982 when he wrote Marvel Superhero Contest of Champions number one is where he first appeared, and that's why I felt obligated to do this. He wow, he was high. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, that's he was 1982, most yeah. likely, most yeah. likely. He was you on ready to You ready to move on? Yeah. Do I have on my uh, conquistador armor? <laughs> well, you weren't. You're not Gabriel Sepulveda, so you didn't necessarily find any hater. Here we go. Hater. Here's the next one. I think this one's a little oh, bit more sorry. familiar to you guys, right? Yeah. You, everybody knows Bad Sauron. Yeah, from the Badlands. Mm -hmm. No, not from the Badlands, Joel. Mm -mm. Joel. 
Not from it's isn't he from the the Savage Land? Savage Land. Thank you. Savage Land. Yes. Thank you. Yes. From the X Men comics. Yes. Yes. So Sauron, he's like a full on pterodactyl man or whatever. Uh, and if you guys remember, he also has powers of like hypnosis, and he's a freaking energy vampire. He's got a lot of weird things going on, and he looks like a freaking pterodon, pterodactyl, whatever. Uh, three choices: A. Bitten by a mutated pteranodon. B. Genetically modified by Mr. Sinister. Or C. Recited an incantation from the Darkhold. How did he become Sauron? I think it was B because it Mrs. Sinister has something to do with the Savage, the Savage Land. I think it's I think it has I think it's B. <laughs> I'm gonna good looking at Lindsay. Uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with uh, C. Recited the incantation. So Eric is saying C, and I'm wondering if he's saying C for this one or for the previous question. But we're gonna say that Eric is agreeing with Travis and saying recited an incantation from the dark hole. Uh, and uh, guess what, guys? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we are this is dumb. Horrible at this game. <laughs> he, dumb. Was, he was legit bitten by a mutated pteranodon. Like he was attacked by a pack of them um, that had migrated from the Savage Land to, I believe, Argentina. And uh, okay. as much as you would love to believe that one of my right. other answers that I wrote was true, I, I think I did a good job of writing believable other ones tonight. Well, wait, I, wait, wait. I well. And in uh, all honesty, though, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean that he can't not or would not have recited the incantation from the <laughs> True. True. If given the opportunity, he would have, right? See so, what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Because he I might mean, have. So yeah. technically, going off of that logic, he probably could have been genetically modified by Mr. Sinister. Because Mr. Sensor does have something to do with the Savage Lands. And well, see, so just to be clear, I'm I, I say thank you for validating the other two that I wrote entirely on my own. But also, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. He got bitten by a mutated Tyrannodon. I'm just saying that's his origin story. How it, does Mr. Sensor not have something to do with this? I just don't understand how that is not possible. The I mutated Ronadon bit him, and then he became an energy vampire. And then many, many, uh, much, much time later, he uh, he drained the energy from Havoc. And it's only when he drains the energy from a mutant that he actually turns on to, into a full-on Tyrannodon man. Um, but that's Sauron. That's, that's, that's him. Now you know. The more you know. You ready like for him. another one? You don't yep. like him? Yep. All right, let's go. <laughs> I think yeah, I yeah, hope I hope at this point you guys are starting to 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 just recognize the the ridiculousness of yes these. But here we go. This mm. is a more modern character. It's Squirrel Girl, aka Doreen Green. Uh, and your options are a exposure to Terrigen mists, aka Inhuman. B bitten by a radioactive squirrel. Mm. Or C unknown gene modification in utero. So, okay. my opinion, it's A, but with the way things have been going so far, I really think it's going to be B. 
So, because it makes more sense to me <laughs> <laughs> that he was bitten by a radioactive squirrel. Actually, let me phrase that. It doesn't make any sense to me that she was bitten by a radioactive squirrel, but the way things have been going, I'm thinking it's going to be B. I'm still going with A, but I think it's going to be B. Travis. Like you just gave two answers. Yes. I gave two answers, but only one of them is right. And whichever one is right, I will be kind of right. If it's if it's C, it's going to be awesome, by the way. (laughs) Now, I just want to say first and foremost, I hate this character with every fiber of my being. (laughs) Okay. I love I've heard I've heard so much about Squirrel Girl and never cared a single syllable about what she was or why she was powerful i heard like she like defeated some god king superhero like she's beat galactus thanos and dr doom she's beat them all. yeah you know what i'm saying so with that in mind she has got to have some exposure to jerry carroll juice so i'm gonna go with hey <laughs> she is inhuman her and her s curls Okay, this is awesome, guys. You're so good at getting the wrong answer. See? Uh, she is. She is. I, so I originally wanted to write mutant on here, but it turns out, and I believe because she was created around the time where where Marvel was trying to like stop Fox from acquiring more of their characters, so they wrote a little bit in there. She was in fact born with her prehensile tail and the ability to communicate with squirrels, but rather than be classified as a mutant. Her doctor ran tests to find out that it it was determined that she specifically did not have the X gene. And so she was just born as a result of un, unknown gene modification. Mom stepped out with a squirrel. This this is this is <laughs> she has squirrel DNA. She has squirrel DNA in her. Wow. She, this is this is literally like the dumbest character ever. Like <laughs> I'm 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 gonna go back to a racist dude. You know, and I'm gonna roll with him. I'm gonna roll with the conquistador. You know, squirrel girl, get the hell out of here! Like, like, what does she do? Go around and get nuts? I mean, what? What is it? She, she commands an army of squirrels, man. So she does get nuts from squirrels. She, she, from she does. Squirrels. She does. Yes, her favorite ridiculous. one is her favorite one is named Tippy Toe. Oh, and move it on. Was, was was Tippy Toe bitten by a radioactive squirrel? No, he's just command. He just she's like Aquaman, but with squirrels. Tippy toe was her father. That's how it works. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, well, just so you know, Eric is getting you all uh, squirrel girl merch for your birthday. His life is forfeit. Your life all right. is forfeit. Moving on. I'm loving this. You guys are zero for three so far. So we're gonna keep it going. Yeah, man. Okay. Here it is, yep. Silk. I believe Sony's actually developing a show based on this character. Yeah. Um, so you have three options here. <laughs> a, received blood transfusion from Peter Parker. B, bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> C, emissary for a secret race of human-spider hybrids. I want to say like it's A. I'm pretty good at writing these, though, right? <laughs> You kind really of believe to... all. You kind of believe all of them every time. Okay. I want to say A. All right. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna go with A 
<laughs> okay. I love, I love the way but you said that. It, yeah, but, but it doesn't mean that B and C can't be also true. <laughs> so, any one of them could be right. Uh, uh, like they all could be true all at the same time. It's crazy. Uh, so I, you guys I, are going with you you're hey, going with I, A. No, I just picked all of them, son. Just like nice. Joel did. Joel comments, <laughs> comments. Please get this feel, one right. Please feel free. Up, oh, yes. Selena is in the in the audience, and she's saying C on this one. Let's go ahead. Uh, so, Selena. thank you for choosing a different I, word. I lean towards C, but I I say word. it's A. I lean towards C, but I say it's A. All right, guys, here you go. She was bitten Jesus by Jesus Christ. Not what? only was she bitten by a, bit, oh. a radioactive spider, she was actually bitten by the radioactive spider that uh. bit Peter. Wait, oh. what? It bit him, fell off his hand, and then it bit her ankle. What? At the same yeah. time? Well, in the same day. In the same. On the, same, the same day. Okay. Did yeah. it just? Did it go around and bite anybody else? Did like it go and bite like a a cat, for example? And if the writers, if the writers decide the Spider Verse is is uh, fiscally worth doing it, then yeah, it will. It will go around and bite more people. It, but okay, so here's the thing, though. If she is O positive, she could get uh -huh. a blood transfusion from Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, technically. And you know be... what? And if she is an emissary, it's secret, so you wouldn't even know about it. <laughs> technically, when the spider bites Peter Parker, some of the blood <laughs> is on his Oh, and then it so bit she her. Did get a blood, so blood transfusion for Peter Parker. <laughs> oh. well, all, in, once again, I am in, right. All three of these are correct. In, in <laughs> fairness, Next question. In fairness, if you want to make things even more awkward, uh, it's super awkward that like the same spider bit both of them, and yet her powers are like Tobey Maguire's. So she actually See? has the organic webs. Uh, oh. Come out of her wrists. Uh, she's oh. nasty. She's gross. Yeah, nice. She's gross. Uh, they also have it. I. They also have this really gross, like, uh, bond where like they have like a pheromone thing that happens that whenever in the same room together, they just they just have to hook up. Who, her and, her and the spider. And Peter. Peter. Oh, 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 oh like, not, her the spider is kind of freaky. Yeah, the spider is no, no. We'll, we'll just pre we'll pretend the spider's dead for now, but you know that's always up <laughs> to interpretation now, later. Until it yeah. fell off of her ankle, I know it could be like the COVID bat. You know, like everybody yeah. got to get that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. you guys, you guys are zero for four right now. You got one last shot. One oh, last shot. I can't wait! I can't wait to get this wrong. I think you got this. I think you got this. I can't wait to get this wrong. See you guys. I don't even read those guys. We got the rocket racer, and uh, his your options here are A, he was bestowed by the power cosmic by Galactus, or bestowed the power cosmic by Galactus, B, accidentally ingested experimental rocket fuel, okay, or C, designed a rocket powered magnets or magnetic skateboard. Once again. Honestly, all could be true. <laughs> what I'm okay. guessing, I'm I'm gonna say with C, but I believe B is. B. Yeah, Eric, that's right. D, I will go with I'll go with Eric. D, I'm saying B. I'm I'm going with B. I'm going with B. I'm A. Selena's Bestowed going B also. 
the power cosmic by the G-Man himself. Uh, I love this, guys. I love you guys. See, oh! Jesus Designed a I rocket part and had any skateboard. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I know he wasn't a Herald of Galactus. That's why I wanted to keep this party going. Uh, I, will, I should just stick with my original plan. See. <sighs> Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay loves the the game, the energy this game is generating. Well, there it was, guys. Contest of champions. You are not champions today. Ooh, what? Uh, but did you enjoy that? Was that was that fun here. for you? First of all, my record is my record is spotless. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Ain't nothing next to it. Yeah, it's clean a giant as zero. It's clean so, as hell. So I will I will give you my 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 thought process going into what how I created that one, but I think it it ties directly to the thing that we've been waiting all all night to talk about. So I'm gonna click the button and we're gonna go straight into it. Let's do this. All right. So that was a lot of fun. We're talking Spider-Man No Way Home now. It's mm. it's a little it's a little late, uh, but I just want to make it very clear. Um, we're putting a spotlight on this movie. It's been out for a few weeks, but we understand that it's possible you still haven't seen it. So giant spoiler warning here. Um, there is a lot to spoil in this movie, and I know that that itself can be considered a spoiler. Uh, but please, if you haven't seen the movie, just turn away go go somewhere else and uh, and then come back when you have you know Please. uh you you'll thank us later i i believe i believe you would thank us so with that said uh i'm just gonna give a quick recap really quick and then explain to you where i was coming from with with this uh with that that game um so yeah taking place directly after the events of spider-man far from home uh which approximately would be in the year 2024 by the way uh, with Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. That was the recap that I found off IMDb, and I actually really liked it, especially for that last part, what it said, when it truly means to be Spider-Man. Um, it said, IMDb said this takes place in 2024? Uh, yeah, because remember the the... It's fast forwarded after the events of, uh, you know, like Endgame. Endgame is in the future, right? Mm -hmm. Endgame's in our future. And so this place, uh, far, far From Home, takes place in 2024. And then this still does. Oh, yeah, because it's five years later and Endgame came out in 2020. <coughs> yes. 2019. Yeah. So. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so... As I mentioned, and and you know, we will we could talk endlessly about all the spoilers and everything like this. But I think just from the trailers, it was pretty obvious that uh, there's a lot of Spider-Man villains from different movie franchises in this movie. One of my favorite moments that uh, happened in this movie was Electro and Sandman uh, having this hilarious conversation about where they got their powers, and they both talk about how, like, you know, like what. Uh, Sandman fell into some like particle accelerator mm -hmm. and then San uh, or Sandman did. And then Electro fell into like this weird vat of like specially genetically modified eels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the two of them look at each other and say, I guess like the moral of the story is 
better watch out where you fall like or something like that. It's like it's like all their origins are like bad infomercials. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And 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 it was funny. It it really amused me because it's so true that like like even if the character themselves is amazing, like over the course of you know 40, 50, 60 years in the comics, man, it is hilarious to go back and, and, and look at what where they came from. And that is what inspired me to go and do that stupid contest of champions, just to show you how <laughs> how these characters have sometimes really racist origins, or just really stupid ones, or just never the epic ones you want them to be. Uh, yeah, but that's that's true. where that's where I came uh, I came up with that. But that said, I've talked long enough. Why don't you guys talk about this movie and and uh, tell me? what your thoughts on it were. I know it's been a few weeks since you've seen it, but I feel like it's been in the media so much that it's pretty hard to get away from it. So yep. go for it. Travis, first. go first if you want. Um, <clears throat> I remember seeing sort of, or, or, or feeling the hype for, for, for this movie. And I was one of those people who didn't like camp out for the tickets. You know, I got them the next day. Um, I knew this movie was important, but, you know, I just didn't go nuts. Um, and then the the trailers that I saw were good. But, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a Spider-Man movie. You know, I'll go see it or whatever. You know, I mean, I don't even need to see the trailer. You know, I'm going. Um and then I saw the movie. Just damn. Um, it's it's I because I'm in entertainment because I I work a lot with intellectual properties and and, and things of that nature. You you think of all the time that people vest into uh you know into a franchise into an intellectual property and people talk about fan service as if it's a bad thing um and this movie to me was a love letter from sony to all of their spider people mm-hmm. and said Hey dog, thanks for rolling with us the entire time. Here is your big ass cake, right? And I was, you know, so, and and we can go into specifics later, but, you know, to me, it was was nostalgic because I was like, I I was there opening weekend for that first big Spider-Man movie you know, rocking Spider-Man throughout every incarnation. And Sony just said the whole time, hey, dog, we got you. This is what you wanted to see. Here it is. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks. And, 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 and doing it well. Like, it wasn't like things seemed ham-handed, you know, or ham-fisted. It, 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 would, it, it, it was done well. And I've got nothing but love for that kind of respect for your, you know, your your fan base. Yeah. 
Joel, what do you think? Okay. For me, I was kind of on the same page as Travis. I felt like I would have been a lot more hyped for it when I, when I, when the trailers came out and whatnot, if it wasn't ruined that uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield was going to be in it. Now, I, I like, I heard about them being in it like right after the first trailer. And I was just like, word? Okay. And then I started seeing the leaks and whatnot, and then everybody basically were was like, "Oh, it's not true," and blah blah blah, and all this other jazz. And when I then when I saw it, the whole time watching, I was just like, "Travis, like what Travis says, basically a love story from for from Sony to the a love letter from the from Sony <laughs> to the fans, saying." We want you to understand that all these movies that you guys saw are all part of the same thing. And I and I was like, oh, this is great. I felt like it would have probably hit me like Endgame if I didn't know that it was like that they were in there. I would have been a little bit more like, yeah. But when I saw it, I was just like, oh, okay, that's how they did. Okay. So, uh, like, I kind of feel like it's really hard to stay away from spoilers, even when you're not trying to look for spoilers. It's like, because I remember I didn't see Spider-Man till the Saturday after it came out. And everywhere you look, any article you read, any TV show, like anything you look at YouTube, something is going to end up on the screen. Like the whole, that whole scene about... um. Aunt May, what the whole situation between her and Green Goblin? You can say it. It's okay. Oh, well, We're that's not... true. <laughs> We're spoiling everything. Yeah, yeah the whole essence of uh, of Aunt May dying, I was just sitting there going like, ah, I did not want to see that. And it was ruined to me because, and, because I was reading an article that had nothing to do with Spider-Man, but then it popped up on the sidebar. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it, it popped up on the side column going like, the moment Aunt May dies. And I was like, what? And that was in the title. I was just like, there was nothing I could do to get away from spoilers. You know, I, I, can I say this? It, it, like, I, I suspected, highly suspected that all the Spider-Man would show up. I, I, you know, like I thought like, hey, that'd be cool. But I wasn't following it so closely. Like, it, and, and this was intentional. I didn't. I, I didn't follow it so closely that I would know, you know, if if this were true or not. Um, and so for me, you know, I I because I went to see it opening night, I was like, I mean, I might show up, you know, they they, they might. I mean, it makes sense that they mm-hmm. they, they 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 would, you know, mm-hmm. especially because then the Spider Verse did so well. Um, you know, why not plus plus up the movie, um. So, and I didn't know anything about me passing <laughs> you know, at, at all as well, right? Like, you know, and, but, and I'm going to bring it back to Matrix here for a second. Because it's the, the Matrix, the first Matrix, the one you like. As it, because it, it, are done well versus not. It says, <laughs> no, it, same, same directors. Um, it's, it's 
there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path, mm-hmm. right? And so there's there's one thing to just say, you know, the other Spider-Man are in it. But it's another thing to actually see how that happens, how, you know, the interactions and all this other <laughs> kinds of stuff. So even just to say that the other Spider-Man are in it, that's great. But how did it happen, right? Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't spoil that, I'm good. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis, please. I, I need to hear it. I, I can agree a lot more with Travis than like, uh, so I was definitely in the same ballpark. You know that I was not excited for this movie uh, mm-hmm. going in and it's because of the trailers. Uh, the trailers made me really upset because uh, one, they were making Dr. Strange look like an idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. they were, they were just the, the context for them. And I understand that Marvel is notorious for doing Mr. X, right? Uh, I get that. Um, and so I think going into this movie, all I wanted was for the misdirect to 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 be over with quickly so that we could have the real experience, right? So I could actually go on the journey with them. That said, I do understand what how Joel was feeling because, uh, you know, I'm related to Ricky and I do the show with Ricky all year long. Uh, Ricky couldn't help but spoil that movie all the time, all the time. So... I knew I knew that it was a it was a done deal that they were in the movie. I knew that Charlie Cox was a done deal that he was in the movie as well. Um, I knew all these things that I wish I wish they were just rumors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I just I knew them because of Ricky. Now, that said, I just eventually <laughs> I just started tuning Ricky out completely because the closer and closer we got to the movie, the more I realized, you know what? And it was kind of a pep talk from my wife. Uh, and she basically said. I think the problem is you're expecting Shakespeare and you should be expecting Thanksgiving Day Parade and go for the spectacle and and be pleasantly surprised if there's more than that, right? And once once I started like... That's true about every movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I know. Very true. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and my neighbor was saying similar things too, like, because I was like, dude, if they do a Sinister Six that's not his Sinister Six, I'm going to be so mad. And he's like, I don't think they're doing Sister Six. I think they're just doing a fun multiverse movie, and like Spider-Verse, but live action. And I was like, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And so the more and more, you know, we got close to this, this movie happening, the more I thought about it. And I was like, all right, you know what? They've done nothing to really hurt me. Have I, have I gotten the pain that I need from Spider-Man? No, I've never gotten the pain. And for me, the pain is what makes him my favorite superhero of all time, right? Like, is that uh, every time things are finally going good for Peter, he will get his shit dragged through the mud. It mm-hmm. is inevitable every time. And that is why I actually really liked uh, No or Far From Home a lot more than most people did. I know that movie had a lot of crit- criticism because it was still contextualizing Peter as, as Iron Man Jr., you know, and still... It's, he's still fighting Iron Man's villains and all these things. But like what I really liked about that movie is the way it ends with that stinger with Jay Jonah just completely screwing this kid's life, you know? And I said, this is how you end a Spider-Man story by screwing this kid's life up. And so I was very skeptical and jaded that going into this movie that they would really commit to that. Like, I knew that he would make his life look shitty for, like, the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. But then as soon as Doctor Strange gets pulled in, 
It's going to be wacky, magical hijinks, and then we're going to have fun member-burying all these actors that are from all the different movies, and it's going to be a silly wild ride and all these things. And probably the other two Spideys are going to show up, and it's going to make everybody laugh and be happy and things. And and Mary Jane's probably going to get caught by Andrew, and I'm going to be like, roll my eyes because that's not the same thing. And honestly, like for all these things that I either predicted or didn't predict, it didn't matter because when I was sitting there in the theater, I was feeling it. I was feeling the ride and I experienced the whole thing. And I freaking almost cried when Andrew saved Mary Jane, even though I told myself I would be upset if he did because he didn't earn it. I know in the moment he delivered, he delivered everything for me. Like he delivered everything. Honestly, for me, I got choked up. I got choked up then when it it happened. I was like, he got him, man. Andrew Garfield, I feel I felt like he did the best job of entertaining me. In, in fairness, that. in fairness, I've always felt that Andrew Garfield did the best job. It's the problem is Andrew Garfield's in the worst Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like, like, like I I had this, like, I had the, you know, the 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 pleasure of like revisiting all five live action movies last year, like with Ricky and and, and Frank. We, we did it throughout the year, you know, like we did Spider-Man three for, for fun in the middle of the summer. And then as we got closer to, the, to this movie, we had a few weeks before Hawkeye. And we're like, let's just do it. Let's just do all four of these movies. You know, like uh, and I had not watched Amazing Spider-Man two since the one day I saw it for free in the movie theater because my company paid for me to go see it. <laughs> and I saw it in theaters. And I came home and I just yelled for like an hour to my wife who didn't who didn't get to see it because I was so furious with that movie. I was so angry at it that I never, ever watched it again. But I did say this. I think the reason I was so upset about that movie is because there's a part in that movie that made me feel harder than any other Spider-Man movie had. And it's that moment where Spider-Man sees a little kid being bullied in an alley. Uh, uh, by a bunch of bigger kids and they break his his science fair project and peter comes down here as dressed as spider-man scares these kids away and then he starts talking to this kid and relating to him and introducing himself "Ah, i'm spider-man you know like he's like this oh you built this this is really cool and he's like tries to help him web it up and and he just wants to walk this kid to school and i freaking cried in that movie because of that that moment because that's the friendly neighborhood spider-man and then Everything that happened mm-hmm. after that was just such garbage that I just couldn't stand <laughs> watching that movie. And it killed me because I never, ever hated Andrew for that movie. I hated everybody else, with the exception of maybe Sally Fields. She's pretty great in that in that in in those movies, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so was it me. was. That was me for Spider-Man 3. I, I don't I don't like writing reviews <laughs> on movies because I always look at uh, a movie's experience is objective. So it's, for instance, whenever I go on Rotten Tomatoes, I never look up good reviews. I only look up bad reviews because I want to mm-hmm. see what, if a bad review, if I could read the bad re- review and the review says, oh, I didn't like this movie because the hair was blue. And I could be like, oh, okay, I could get past that. Let's see what good what good comes out of it. If I could read like a bunch of them and then I only see like minuscule things for bad reviews, I'll read it. I don't write reviews. 
after Spider-Man 3, I came home and I wrote a novel on why <laughs> Spider-Man 3 sucked. <laughs> I That is the first and only review I wrote on IMDb. And I honestly, I wrote so I wrote for like about an hour and a half, maybe two hours on how much I hated that movie. And I got to a point where I got to the end of the 10 paragraphs I wrote and I was just like, I don't want to ruin this for anybody else. If somebody else is going to go in there and love this movie, I don't want to be the one to ruin it for him. So I deleted the whole hour and a half of review that I wrote. I just deleted two, two things. But one, I hated that movie. One, I love that movie. I love mm-hmm. Spider Man Three, oh, and I think I think it's my love for Spider Man Three that when I finally went back and rewatched Amazing Spider Man Two a few months ago, like in October, um, I suddenly mm-hmm. had a lot more love for that movie. Because I embraced the camp. You know what I mean? I was able mm-hmm. to embrace the camp. I think part of the reason like going into Amazing Spider-Man 2 was so annoying is because it's like, oh, this is the one where they're going to break Gwen Stacy's back. Like, this is obviously the one. In the trailer, she's even wearing the freaking outfit that she wears when she gets her back broken. You know what I mean? Like, So I, I just felt like it's so annoying as a comic fan to like know exactly how this movie ends. Right? And so mm-hmm. when I watched it happen exactly how I thought it would in the movie... I was groaning. I was the guy groaning in the theater because it's like, uh, really? You're not going to do anything yeah. different here at all? And so I get it, though, because like, you know, like, you know, all these years later watching it now, like, I don't have that burden. I don't have that burden of anticipation. I don't have like the, you know, months of watching trailers and months of speculating. I just got to watch it for the movie it is. And it's a really sweet moment, you know, at, for for mm-hmm. well, uh, when the back theater. gets broken. Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, sweet, sweet. I mean, sweet as in like it's tender and like you know the way he reacts, like it's it's very real and genuine, like and it's and it's tragic, it's very sad, and um, I didn't let him own, I didn't let him have that last time, you know, when I watched it the first time, uh, and so watching it again, I was like, dude, he's really good. He's like really good as he's like the best Spider Man. Like I love Tom Holland. Tom Holland is fun. He is pure mm-hmm. fun. But he's mm-hmm. not—he's not everything I need in a Spider-Man, or at least he wasn't, right? But he's he wasn't. Not, but he's not like Garfield Spider-Man is the season Spider-Man, you know? Really? Like, I would think it'd be yeah. Like, nah, he's not yeah, seasoned. He, he's more seasoned, at least in my mind, than any Toby. Like I thought, uh, Toby Spider-Man. was more like nah. Toby's like, like almost out of college by the third movie, man. He's yeah, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about like how he looks. It, it, that's that's not what I mean. I mean like oh no, but I, I don't mean, know. Like, there was a there, yeah. there was a, there's a there's I guess there's a swag about like you know Garfield that none of the other Spider Men have, and and it's like this air of confidence that I get from 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 him. That I did not that that I didn't get from the other ones because I, he was quick with the he was quick with the one liners. I mean, his timing was just so perfect, and it was just something about him that, to me at least, was more like I'm an experienced Spider Man than all of the other ones in my. No, opinion. you know what he was is he was he was actually the guy who becomes a different person when he puts the mask on, which was not what Toby and Tom have really have really been. Right, mm-hmm. the wise cracker, the the that's real, I mean. the snark. Like, so I don't even, I don't know if that's seasoned. I just think it's it's the actual. Oh, if you mean seasoned by older, or if you mean seasoned but, by like properly seasoned meal, like a properly seasoned meal, then yes, I get that. I get it. All right. 
like you gotta be you gotta be I, I understand what you're saying but uh just to be clear i have a cool question here from Lindsay in the audience and i really think this is an awesome question uh oops wrong one you she posted another thing. <laughs> uh what's the difference between i love this because it's the it's like the comics versus ugh this is exactly like the comics they're not doing anything different uh, that's a good question touche touche and that's why i am very happy that i came around all these years later because i realized that like mm-hmm. I was mad for my own internal reasons, right? I wasn't mad because of something that the movie actually did to me. I was just mad because like I wanted something else than what I got. And, I, uh, and that's why I didn't, I went into this one with no way home, uh, squashing as much of that as I possibly could. And think, so it helped. I'm still trying to learn how to do that. I, haven't I, it yet. I, I think there is, it's 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 awful hard to get in the pocket sometimes if you're yeah, not like if you if you if, if if you're not a fan, right? Like, and there are there are some cinematic pockets that I think that have been achieved um, in comic book movies, at least in my mind. Like the one that I saw that I thought was just so perfectly done, um, and there's plenty of these scenes, you know that was the beginning of the first uh, of X-Men 2 when you see Nightcrawler teleport and oh, fight yeah right like when you saw that i remember after that scene there was a and i don't even know how to properly explain this there was an audible hush in yes. the theater mm-hmm. that I people was were like i saw- don't yeah like i don't believe we just saw what we saw Right. Mm-hmm. And and so it's like, you know, and so so yeah, so Lindsay, like for me, I think it's 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 very difficult, but when you get it, oh yes, it is unlike any like and and and, and the only thing that I think to me probably the ultimate expression of that, bar none, to me, is when Captain grabs Mjolnir and everybody goes, oh, that's yeah. exactly what it felt like in my toy dream. <laughs> you know you know, what, yeah. you know which one does it for me that most people don't really geek out on, uh, which is really in the pocket for me, was Far From Home when Mysterio just totally mind fucks Spider-Man for like a solid five minutes of just yes. one illusion after another. That, yeah, that was another. good. That was oh good. Oh my God, <laughs> so much of my comic history just flashed before my eyes in this beautifully executed like montage. You're oh, right. It was You're right. So, I, I love it so much. It's like one of the most comic accurate things I've ever seen. And I, I just, I wanted it to never end. Did it not play with you as a viewer, right? Like watching that, like, it was like not only is he doing that to Peter, but he is doing He's that doing to, it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, holy cow. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Very, very good point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh let's 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 talk about a little bit more about this movie because I know sure, we sure. want to talk about we want to talk about the other ones. Uh because I think they feed into this. Like I think I think we all came into this with a baggage of five other movies, plus two two other Tom movies, plus three other Avengers type movies with Tom in them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like there's more homework that you had to do for this Spider-Man movie than any other Spider-Man movie you had to do. Um, but I think the more homework you did though, 
like it actually was rewarding, right? Like I don't know. Yes. What did you, what did you guys watch before going into this? Did you do anything before? Or did you just go in cold? I just I just uh, watching. I watched uh, No Way Home and Far From Home. Okay. No, it was Homecoming and then No Way Home. I watched both of those before I watched uh, before I came in and I saw this. And I honestly, the one thing I that really sticks out of my head is that he does the sarcastic jokes less and less in each movie. He's like, he started out when he first started out being Spider-Man, he was sarcastic yeah. as shit. Uh, but he was witty. The, I don't know if he was yeah. sarcastic. Okay, the witty aspect of, yeah. of him he with those one-liners and whatnot, he was doing it a lot more in the first movie compared to the third movie. And in the second movie, I felt like he was a little bit more of like the depressed kid trying to figure out his own lane in a lane that was in on a road that was pathed by Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So he was not as like witty or sarcastic when he's doing any kind of fighting. And in this one, I felt like he was just confused. He was just shocked and confused through the whole movie. So there was no essence of wittiness. But I think he's I think he's supposed to be confused and yeah. shocked through this yeah. whole movie, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, I but I, I think yeah. Oh sorry, go for it, Travis. I, I didn't I didn't pregame, so to speak, at all before going into this. Um and uh I think that uh sometimes uh watching movies like this, I don't want to get bogged down in uh continuity and all that other kinds of stuff just yet. I, I like to go into these movies, just emotion, and 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 that's it. I have forever to go back and see whether or not they crossed their you know their T's and dotted their eyes. But right now, I know yeah. who Spider Man is. I know who MJ is. You know, I know who I'm is. I know all these things, and so I just want to be on that ride for now I, because I do I, I have enough. But but see, I, the thing is, the thing is, it's like once again. Being being in entertainment, being any you know, being in an industry where like you know how the you know you know how the sausage is made, right? Mm-hmm. Any any time where that's gonna mess with how I'm trying to experience this, I don't want it. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want it because it's gonna take me out of it, and I just want to be in that it's actually moment. Because when I first saw this. The picture you have on screen right now, the first time I saw this still was before the movie. And I literally thought that was a hot toy. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not <laughs> think that was the actual real thing. I thought that was a hot toy. I was just like, oh, they did some cool effects or not just for a hot toy. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I feel you. I feel you not wanting to be burdened by it. But like, I think uh, for me, it helped to forgive forgive all the other ones for their their the things that I once had grievances for because what I realized is like it's kind of like Batman right like you never have one movie that gives you the complete Batman like right. there's just mm-hmm. it just doesn't exist you know what I mean like right. but right. are they all good in their own way mostly yeah they're pretty mostly. damn fun yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna we'll, we'll just say mostly uh but you know like um uh, but I think when I got when I went back and looked at all these different movies, like it made me 
okay with the Tom we were getting. We're like, okay, we're getting we're getting a Spider-Man at a different point in his life. Like we're getting the Spider-Man that we always wanted to see do team ups. He never got to do team ups before. And unless you count Sandman and, and James Franco, you know what I mean, which is like the dumbest sure. team up ever. Um this was this was the one that was giving us all of that that we always love. You know, this is why he's the flagship character of Marvel is because he appears in everybody's stories all the time. And and so I I just forgave him, I forgave Andrew and I forgave Toby for everything and said, "You know what? You all brought something good to the table." And and it was so helpful for me to be in that mindset when I went and saw this movie because like when they finally do show up oh man i was already crying i was already crying because i started crying the moment aunt may died because to me that was the pain it was the pain i needed so badly i needed him That's to not, just suffer i needed him to that suffer that wasn't it for me that wasn't it for you okay well i cried and then i just kept crying i felt bad with, with, i felt bad but i didn't that wasn't it yeah yeah, I just kept crying because I, I the reason I cried then is because not only was it Aunt May dying, but it was because Norman Osborn did it. And Norman Osborn was so awesome at being evil through that whole damn movie mm-hmm. that like it just made sense. And and what made it even worse is that uh it was even more tragic than than Peter uh Peter's original story of like just you know, being a jerk and letting that that robber get away and kill Uncle Ben. No, this was Peter being punished for doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? And like this was a, a more poignant version of the the story, which is with great power there must come great responsibility. You know, like and and I also like that she delivered the most comic accurate version of that line ever. I I know that that the Sam Raimi one has become the one that everybody says all the time, but but Aunt yeah. May said the line exactly the way exactly like the it's written yeah. yeah and i just really felt that like i felt like dude he got convinced that he should do this because it's the right thing to do and then what happens to spider-man for doing the right thing he gets shit on and i think that is the most spider-man thing that could ever happen to spider-man uh, so from that moment on i was just all on board for the movie for whatever they wanted to do and it just it just made me so happy uh, and sad at the same time the whole time like i cried for like a solid and by cry i mean i just had like this one leak that was coming continuously out of my left eye i should probably get that checked out but like for like 30 <laughs> like 30 minutes for 30 straight minutes my left eye just streamed it just kept coming out and i just so, let it sometimes it was happy sometimes it was sad you know let me ask you guys a question we've seen how many villains have we seen in the three <laughs> technically what seven eight spider-man movies like what what villain that we have not seen that you guys want to see nine spider-man movies is it nine i count it's into the spider versus three? the best the best oh. spider-man movie uh yes in my mind i'd say it ties spider-man to the toby spider-man two. I haven't I haven't I haven't seen I haven't seen the villain that I want to see yet. What? Really? Who no. do you want to see? Craven. Yes. I do I do think Craven like, is, like, is, is like, somebody we need to see. Like like to me, it, you know, like every time every time in comics when you see Craven, 
like is scary. Like yes, yeah, you He's know, like the Batman like, of uh, villains. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and 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 so like. Yeah, he's 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 like that dude who like like shows up like Jason. <laughs> you know what like, I'm saying? Like you run down this way and Craven's like, "What's yeah. up?" You know, "How'd you get here?" You know, like they, it's, you they, know what I'm saying? They definitely gave you a silhouette of him in the in the among yeah. all the people in the clouds. You got you got a very clear silhouette. I don't have a picture of that today, but uh but yeah, there's him, there's <laughs> black black cat, scorpion, yeah. uh rhino. Yeah. There's a lot of them yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, but Craven definitely stood out as as, as yeah. one, and I know that Sony's developing a Craven movie right now with uh, a yeah. Aaron, Ta- Aaron Taylor Aaron, Johnson, Aaron Ta- I believe. Yeah, right? yeah, so, I hope that's good, man. Yeah, so I hope so. so. I hope they're doing correctly because honestly, this whole time I was thinking to myself, like when I first saw, when I watched the last movie, not the third one that just came out, the second one. When I saw this ending in the second one, my creative brain just started going, and I was just like, oh. This is a freaking layup for them to do a Craven movie. Like now they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Craven sitting in the, at, in his mansion drinking some whiskey, and he sees that shit on TV, and he's just like, "My next hunt." And mm-hmm, it was nah, there. It's better the That's other way. Smart. It's better the other way. It's and we're what gonna get it, so don't worry. It's better if he doesn't know who he is. I don't. I don't. It's too easy. Like, I, there's no, there's no hunt in it. If you are, if you know his address, like that's not a hunt. You know what I mean? Like, like that's not a hunt. So, well, it's it's a different. It's like it's like uh, what's the name? Um, Iron Man and Iron Man Three giving out his address. Uh, they still had to come for him. So, yeah, but he didn't give it there. out. He didn't give yeah, it out did. voluntarily. No, he yeah, didn't. He did. No, oh, J. Jonah Jameson did. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm ever... talking about I'm talking about Tom. Okay. Yeah, anyway, Tom back to what you, back to what you're saying, uh, Travis. Um you were talking about like you know, I guess times during a movie where you felt like emotional or whatever. Yeah. Um there was sort of a almost this usual suspects vibe at the end of this movie for me. Um and I say that because at the end of the day now, you got Peter. Nobody really knows who he is. He's mm-hmm. in his old getup. Okay. And it's it's back to being really, really broke. Right? And he doesn't even have his woman. Right? Mm-hmm. Or his best friend. Or his stark like, suits, or, his or, or suits. yeah, like I'm saying, he's broke. He like he's you know, and and, and so I'm like, you know why and, he doesn't so, have his stark suits? Because they don't know who he is. So well, see, but that's the point. That's the point. What I'm saying is this is is this well, crazy either, sort of usual suspects thing because you're thinking to yourself, did any of that stuff happen? Did mm-hmm. any of that stuff really happen? Did he really? Is he really friends with Captain America? Did he do any of this stuff? Like. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Dr. Strange just decided to play Rubik's Cube with reality. Like, you know, <laughs> what is really true and what is not, you know? Yeah, and it's it is just it, it is just him being, once again, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man at the end of the day. And I'm like, damn, that was a cool trip, but did it really happen? Or was it, yeah. Well, I, I, think, well I think to him it happened. 
You know what I mean? Sure. To him, he still has all those memories, whether or not he does and the audience does, whether or not the characters in the story do is a totally other question, you know, like that's that's the weird yeah. usual suspect. Yeah, but like yeah, I think right. the I think the cool thing about like the the way the reality set up is you you might think that he's completely uh you know nerfed right now, but like honestly, he has one cool advantage. He knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even if they don't know who he is, you know, and that's really cool. I uh, want that. So, yeah. With the fact that they, he signed. So that's it, saying another, that's what I cried. <laughs> he signed another three picture deal. I think that's what it was. No, it like, he has not. He has one, not yet. He has, it's one, he has. I thought it was one picture and a couple of cameos. I thought that's what it was. No, he has. He has con- contractually one MCU movie to, to be in. To, to like to like, I mean, not a not a Sony movie. Like an I Avengers find, or whatever. Like for right now. I find now. it highly, I find all of that highly irrelevant because he will Thank get whatever you. he wants. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That's whatever what Ricky, he wants. Ricky, Ricky's been, <laughs> I've been saying forever, like, like the, the thing that made me most happy going into this movie was when Amy Pascal said before the movie came out, oh, don't worry, we're already doing three more. And when she said that, I suddenly, all the baggage I had was gone. Because like what I went, what I was going into this movie is, man, this is contractually his last Spider-Man movie. And I don't think they're going to give him everything that I need in his last Spider-Man movie. But once it became just number three out of maybe six or six. nine or 20 mm-hmm. or whatever, then I was like, <laughs> like that is going to be that much. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Just make it fun. You know, like, and, and I, I doubt that's what happened. Do that much with him. They might do nine Spider-Man movies, but I doubt it would be nine movies with but Tom no, Holland. Tom Holland's already came out and said but, he doesn't want to do it past 30. Eh, yeah, well, right. You say that. Right. Yeah, you right. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Hugh Jackman said something like that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Yeah, exactly, dude. 18 years Wolverine, man. There's 19 yeah, you years keep, like that. You better keep doing it. All, I, all I'm thing. saying is like the be, the best thing about what the way this movie ends with the blank slate is uh, it not only fulfilled it not only gave Spider-Man fans the the promise of an of a more accurate Tom Holland Spider-Man, but it actually renewed interest in the other two as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Sony Sony, the only thing Sony has to do in order to keep the, the property is, I think, every three years make a Spider-Man related movie. Yes. They don't have to do Tom Holland every three years or every, every one year. They could have them rotate and yep, we yep. would all be good with it at this point because- <laughs> It'll be like Call of Duty. <laughs> who, exactly. Who doesn't want an Andrew Garfield movie now after that, after yes, that movie? Yes, after that one, that's very true. I heard that he was like, that, like Sony was talking to him about doing another Spider-Man. They're yeah. not gonna they, come on. I, yeah, well, so my question is like, you know, like if we want to do any predictions, because I think we are talking about predictions now, like like do you think that Morbius takes place in the MCU or do you think it takes place in Andrew's universe? Ooh. Because That's the Spider-Man the Spider-Man on the wall has the graffiti that says murderer on it. Mm-hmm. And and Andrew talked to 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 these Peters about how he got dark. He went to a dark place after Gwen died, and he stopped pulling his punches. You know what I mean? And I, I thought that was a really cool nod to you because 
that's very comic accurate in that like Spider-Man is always pulling his punches when he fights people because he could knock your face off if he wanted mm -hmm. to, you know what I mean? Like, and so the idea that a Spider-Man stopped doing that, that's a murder Spider-Man is what that is. So I'm wondering is, is, is Morbius. I mean, we know that Venom's not in the MCU now for sure. Yeah, because they took him, they took him in and took him right back out, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. Yeah, and we know yeah. that, and we know that Morbius is in the Venom universe. But the question is, is Andrew in that universe also? Hmm. I wasn't the prepared only... for this question. Oh, you weren't. No. Do you like this question? Does <laughs> I it feel do good? like this question. Yeah, it's yeah, a good it's, idea. It's, I, it's, honestly, it's, it's good. I don't know if uh, I, I, it, as a matter of fact. Your question is too good, sir. It the, is too good. I don't the, think that they have thought that. You know? <laughs> the only thing that confuses my question is that Michael Keaton is in that trailer. Yep. Well, that's the thing, yep. though. Now that we know that there are alternates everywhere. Variants. Well, when did that happen? Variants that because happen? of Loki. Yeah, yeah when, did, when did that, that happen? But now yeah. that we know that there are variants, Michael Keaton could be a variant of... Michael Keaton and uh and um and and um wake up and Holland's nice. movie. So it, it's like it it's like you gotta I, I don't know, I kind of feel when I saw the Morbius and I saw that they were doing the intermingling, I am not gonna like kind of wanted to see Morbius fight Blade. I kind of wanted to see that. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that, but I would love I it. I don't think we're gonna get that either, but I, I just kind of wanted to see it. Yeah. For sure. Thought it was thought it would be a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a very free flowing conversation, but I just want to make sure before we, because I, I do got to wrap this up soon. We can continue talking about this all we want on the soapbox, but like, sure. I do have to cut this one off at a certain point. So I got to just say, like, was there anything that you didn't get to talk about about Spider Man that was like your favorite thing or your least favorite thing that you, No Way Home that you want to talk about really quick before we go? I have one thing. Uh, this is and this is the only thing in my mind that was that that water torture trick that drop of water that kept on hitting my head. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of felt that all this stuff that Peter did in the movie to help make this the villains good kind of went left field because once they go back, you got to think it's like. Uh, Osborne died. Uh, Doc Ock died. The lizard didn't die, but he didn't. He got reverted back. Oh, he's just in prison. He's just in prison. Okay. Then Sandman didn't die, and Electro. He got revert. He didn't get reverted back. So he got no. Electro no very much died. He died. Did he yeah, die? He died. Okay. All right. Yeah. He All right. Died. So, the thing is, is that all that stuff happening. All that stuff he did in this movie, once they send them back, I kind of felt like it was a little too open because it felt like once they go back, they're going to die anyway. So kind of doing this off. No reason. You don't, you don't know that they're going to die anyways. You don't know. Was it, the, was it five seconds before a glider impaled him? Was it one minute before a glider impaled him? Was it 10 minutes before? You know what I mean? You don't you don't know where it is in the timeline, but I think I think the the that's not the part you're supposed to worry about. I think I think um 
they're they're not going to do anything to ruin the other movies, right? The idea is to make all the movies in the franchise val so of value, of value and valid, right? So mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you if you go back, I don't know if you've seen like there's really cool memes, but like there is a there is a fun thing that somebody cut of like Norman, you know, being healed and then going back and then it immediately cuts to that moment in uh in in spider-man one where you see him have this moment of clarity and he goes oh right before he's impaled and the mm -hmm. implication is like that's him right after returning to his universe um and i don't think that's necessarily the truth of it you know like it, it can be whatever you want it to be but i think that goes back to what travis is saying is like i think the beauty of this is it's all a clean slate for everybody, right? So you don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that they did die when they go back. You know what I mean? Like, and I think for me, that was the most Spider-Man thing ever because, uh, you know, I liked it that, you know, when Andrew had to cure a uh, lizard, he's like, I got this. I already did it once. And again, that speaks to like how much I think Andrew was always the most Spider-Man <coughs> because... <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Because the reality is, uh, Spider-Man, you know how he ends up with a Sinister Six? It's because he doesn't kill his villains. <laughs> mm -hmm. He doesn't try to kill his villains. And so it was always really hurting my soul when I was watching Sam Raimi's movies and the villains kept dying all the time. And then I go and watch Andrew Garfield's and he's like, whoa, he let one live. He let one live. You know, like, and so I got excited. And then Spider-Man 2, he just kills a bunch of them again, whatever. Uh, but you know uh but so i think i think it's it is the very it's the very it's the most spider-man thing in that we finally got to see a spider-man that chose the hard path because it was the right thing to do rather than you know like is given no choice but to have this villain die you know because it's it's because circumstances you know i oh. yeah i i gotta yeah to speak to to speak to that, like what what I thought was good is anytime when you get this interdimensional, you know, time travel, uh, it's always asking for these plot holes, these inconsistencies, and you know, there's you have to have the suspension of disbelief for a minute and just mm -hmm. and just roll with it for 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 a minute. And I think by and large, they did a great job of of, of making those things be valid having them make sense and most of all at least in my opinion make them have emotional weight right because mm -hmm. um, you cared and, and and like I said these movies all of these movies for nerd them you know it's it's it, a lot of people's versions of football stats and and, and and things of that nature right and you if you can make a movie, like this, that rewards your, you know, your your, your sense of loyalty to the character, to these mm -hmm. movies, uh, you know, where where you can, when you can walk out of there and say, man, this past, you know, 15, 20 years of, of, of Spider-Man was not all for naught, like it ended like this. I don't think there's a, a better way for uh, filmmakers to salute their fans and say, we hear you and we got you. And I appreciate that immensely. Yeah. See, fan, like that, the essence of 
It sounds like he's cutting Bangle. out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get my thought together. Yeah. It's like the like I feel like a lot of times when they when movies try to do things for the fans, they like I saw that behind the scenes of like um of that crappy movie. Um What's a Star Wars movie that you guys like that I hate? Uh, the man, we're not uh, trying to talk about Star Wars yeah. right now. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Star Wars. I'm talking about that one line where he is, where the director Ryan Johnson was just like, "The fans don't know what they want. We have to tell them what they want." And I was just like, "I understand that, but no, the fans know what they want. The fans have a no, good idea no. of what they want." But just because the fans know what they want doesn't mean they're right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not saying that they're right or wrong i'm just saying the fans know what they want and the stuff that they did in this movie actually and this is something that i feel like marvel does really well that when the fans come to play they will listen to the fans they might tell the fans we will do that idea not the way you want it to but we will do that idea hence like it's the whole essence of bringing all the characters to a now in the 20 the 2000s so it's like you have the characters that were made in the 1960s, 1970s. You bring them in 2000s. A lot of the stuff that we grew up on, like, honestly, it's like that. The I didn't even think of it until I think it was that one episode me and I was on with you, Dennis, where, you were, where we were talking about the X-Men and I, and I was telling you why I didn't like the idea. And you had said, well, they, the Holocaust was so long ago. If you had a Magneto now, he would have to be like over 100 years old. So you need to find something that actually gives him a, a motivational push, like the Holocaust. And I was just like, and I actually went, I, I, after I got off of here, I was like, I actually thought about that. And I was just like, okay, he's right. There's an, <laughs> essence, there's an essence to... You have to think logically in this whole situation. So it's like my fan, my way my fan brain works is when I was a kid. I grew up with what made me me. But I can't think of it all the time of what made me me. I have to think of it like what makes me me, but in this current time. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I can understand that. I can rock with that. So it's like when, they, when it comes down to this movie, I feel like they understood what fans wanted mm -hmm. it's not the fact that they were saying fans are right or wrong they just saw something that fans would like and they were just like fans are gonna love this and they yeah. did it i thought it was a good idea i thought it was a great idea so the, the older i get the more the more i feel that um i don't need to see a one-to-one -one recreation of something that i read you know 20 30 years ago whatever uh, mm -hmm. What I need, what I need in order to keep this property alive is I need this property to be relatable to a younger audience and I need it to still be relatable to an older audience too, so that we can have conversations like we do with people mm -hmm. like, like Ricky, who is, you know, 20 some years younger than me, but I do this podcast with him because I do like to hear his thoughts on the, these things because he has a different perspective, a different point of view, and it makes it fun. Sometimes his ideas and his, his perspectives are stupid to me. Sometimes <laughs> they're really cool, you know, like, and sometimes they're like, huh, I never would have thought of it that way. Um, and it's all, it's, it, it all makes for, 
you know, a, a, a multi-generational experience that, you know, like that's why these are the modern myths, right? Because we pass them down from generation to another. And, and so I, I need to be forgiving of certain things that happen so that, you know, like at least they get the core, you know what I mean? And so what mm -hmm. I felt about this movie, and I know a lot of Spider-Man fans felt is, is a lot, of, especially the ones that were complaining about the previous Tom Holland movies, a lot of, a lot of hardcore Spider-Man fans I know, including Frank, were not the biggest fans of, of Tom Holland Spider-Man. Even though they enjoy his movies, they don't like Tom Holland Spider-Man because he was not he was missing the point. And what's really fun is to see that this movie went and recontextualized all three movies to be the origin story of Spider-Man. And mm -hmm. now suddenly you're like, oh crap, he actually is Spider-Man now. I don't care where they go from here because it's all golden. You know what I mean? And I think I, that's I, the best part of it. I, I I I couldn't think of a better way to wrap that up, Dennis. I mean, I you know mm -hmm. honestly, I like like, and you said it best earlier when you said it's about pain. Now I didn't really realize that about Spider Man really, like you know, because I I always it just read as frustration to me, and it's why mm -hmm. I wanted it like this. You can't win, dude. You know, and 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 I and I know that's essential. It's also what I hate the most about Spider Man. Okay, <laughs> it's like, dude, can you stop rolling snake eyes, right? So, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, man, let it. Like, so would you stop kicking this character in the face like every single time, right? And so, yes. I agree with you that uh, that is that is the core of Spider-Man is that he cannot win um, in that in, in the way that you think he does, right? But he There's will always try. Be, he will persevere, yes. though. He oh, oh absolutely, persevere. absolutely. And 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 so and and so like that's why I guess it was so poignant at the at at the end. Like I said again, to see him in that 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 original outfit, right? Like Broke in the neighborhood, ass. being broke. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and you're thinking, that's your boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I can roll with this. Yes. Agreed. All right. We got to wrap this up. This was, this was an awesome conversation that went all over the place, but uh, we kept, we kept Joel uh, in line. He wanted to go <laughs> Star Wars sometimes. He wanted no, no, to go. No. He wanted. It was just that yeah, one Tra time. I had to Travis wanted to go I to the Matrix. We, we, we kept it. We kept it in line. Um, and Actually we gave and, him props. And that guess was a what? good line he did. I will let you talk about whatever you guys want in, in the, the soapbox, which is coming up next. But uh, I just want to wrap this up for the, the main show. Um, we'll be back next week uh, to discuss Peacemaker with our friend Clark. And hopefully Ricky and Frank are both back. Um, I want to say thank you to Travis and Joel for nerding out with me today. Uh, you can feel free to take a moment to let people know where they can find you. Uh, Travis, you want to go first? I have a weekly podcast as well. It's called Tech Nubians. Um, uh, I stream every uh, Saturday on YouTube too. So that's T-E-C-H-N-0-0-B-I-E-N-S, uh, technubians.com. So check us out. And it's at twitch.tv slash geekish network. No, we're, we're, we're streaming all over the place now. We're not just on Twitch anymore. Oh, but you, but okay. My bad. Sorry. Oh, that's uh, okay. But you, you are still there, right? Also oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay cool then it's not a fake it's not a fake no uh, thing i just put up here for no guys. what it is it's a b and c Ooh, <laughs> nice. it's all at the same time callback babies yes callbacks all right uh joel you want people to find you or no 
Nope. I don't really care <laughs> right. for people to find me at all. I'm a hidden awesome. hermit. You I found them and it's not really worth it yet. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, I will uh -huh. let you guys know uh, that you can find me and uh, uh, creating all kinds of stuff at Denix Media everywhere on uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, not so much Twitter, so much uh, Facebook. Um, all these different places. Uh, doing lots of crazy nerd stuff. Uh, doing toy videos. Doing uh, emotional what does Marvel mean uh, to you videos. Uh, putting all that stuff up there on the internet and uh, for you guys to enjoy. So please go check it out when you get a chance. And also feel free to come check us out on patreon.com uh, slash denxmedia afterwards uh, where we'll be uh, chatting up more stuff, more lots more stuff. I got a lot of fun facts for Spider-Man that I didn't even share with you guys, but it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, and then, yeah, I think uh, thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and for our audience for tuning in. If you had fun, please feel free to like and subscribe. and. Uh, that's about it. I think uh, thanks for watching Dan Excelsior, True Believers. And I think that's going to be probably enough said, right? Enough said. Enough said.